Hi, this is Michelle. And this is Gail. Welcome to Friday I'm in Love and Monday I'm in Post Podcast. And it is actually Sunday night and we are at home and we, along with the rest of America and probably the sensible parts and the human parts of the world, in mourning and frustrated and horrified and, and angry angry and have the feeling like we're at war with the republicans in our government i just saw that somebody tweeted out the republic the gop is a death cult and it's <laughs> really hard to deny that. it really really is <laughs> with mitch mcconnell stopping sensible gun bipartisan gun safety bills the house passed without yeah. even bothering to bring them to a vote yep not even taking to committee or anything just yep. nope not happening ever yeah, Mitch McConnell thinks he's king. He does, really. He does, yeah, he does. It's appalling. Anyway, what we were talking about is the shootings in Dayton, Ohio, yeah, and El Paso. El Paso. And last weekend in California. Oh, that's right, the Gilroy Garlic Festival. Gilroy, yeah. So... Yes, everyone has had some place they might go impacted. There's been churches, there's been schools, there's been festivals, there's been movies, there's been concerts, there's been bars, there's been parks, there's people's places of employment. Yeah. <laughs> parking everywhere. lots, Walmart now. Walmart, yeah. Grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere. Mm-hmm. To the point where we um my newspaper's running the story tomorrow from AP that um basically America, some parts of America are or some people or some parts of society are starting to say, you know, is it worth it to go out? Is it worth it to go see a movie? Is it worth it to go to a restaurant? when there is this constant thought that what will I do if somebody pulls out a gun? Yeah, Gail was saying when we were driving that that's not very American. And I'm like, well, no, maybe now it is. Because I remember, like after 9-11, the point was to go out after, just to prove that you weren't afraid. Right. And then after that movie shooting, yeah, one after, of the first huge one. Yeah, the uh, after the shooting in... Um, it was in Colorado yeah. at at the Batman yeah. premiere. It seemed like everyone was making a point to go out. Yeah, they did. But now it seems like fewer people are going out. People are tired. People, yeah, people are tired. People are tired of constant. You can't constantly be on alert. You people get worn out. Well, to be fair, people are going out and protesting a lot, too. I mean, it really does That's feel like true. America's at war with a government that does not speak for the people anymore. No, it doesn't. That's true. <laughs> because I read there's like more than 60% of Americans want some form of gun reform. The numbers might even be higher than that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, even, I'm I think sure it might be 60% number. of gun owners want. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, cause, and yet Congress... Just is refuses. out of touch. Well, because they're well, all... they're not out of touch. They're in the pocket of the NRA. Yes, they're beholding to the NRA. The NRA is making gun control choices by not making gun control at all. And you can go to any historian's Twitter. Or actually, go to angry staff officer. Angry staff officer and, is great. And he goes into why people misrepresent what the Second Amendment is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. 
because he he says uh the because honestly the military could take you out at any point you're you're not going to stop (laughs) you're not going to stop the military with any form of gun that you have because they have tanks they have nuclear bombs they have regular bombs they have yeah, the only Airplanes. the only thing you really have in your favor if the military goes to war against you is the same thing that helped in the civil rights movement is the optics when they sent dogs against black children that yes. was too much for people. Yeah, and um, when they bombed the the house in Philadelphia, Philadelphia that, that was, was too much. much for people. Um, the government can take you out any minute. <laughs> yeah, if they want. To. If they wanted to, they could. You're not going to stop them. No matter how many AR-15s you have, no matter how many rounds of two twenty-three caliber ammunition you have, is not going to help. No, and what guns mostly do is enable people to commit suicide. This is mm-hmm. the biggest use of guns and the biggest... Yeah, the most gun injuries are people killing themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're far more likely... To you to have your gun used against you or to use your gun against yourself than to stop any sort of intruder with it. Or stop the United States Army. Yeah. Although, actually, honestly, you're probably more in danger of ICE because they seem to be kind of a lawless force that's just going into people's houses and grabbing people. True. But what would happen if you pulled a gun on ICE? You'd be out. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone else who was there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, in El Paso, in that Walmart, there were lots of people. It's it's Texas. It's a concealed carry state. Walmart allows people to carry guns. There were people in that Walmart with guns who were not the shooter, and they did not take out the shooter all they did was confuse the police they confused and waste police resources and time and time time is the most important thing in these in these shootings yeah the um the sheriff of el paso wrote out a great manifesto calling out politicians for trying to divide us actively dividing us by race and Mm -hmm. not causing these shootings to happen stoking the fires that encourages it it was amazing and well, there was a story about Glenn Oakley, yes, a black man, black Muslim man, I believe, who was actually in the army and stationed at a fort there, and he was buying shoes in another store and heard about the shooting and ran because he's a permit-carrying gun owner, ran to try to do something, and instead he saw kids in a panic and just started scooping them up and carrying them to Get safety, them yeah. which is amazing. Um, and he got stopped by the cops because... Um, that he had a gun and but I mean it's impressive that El Paso I mean it, it didn't shoot him because he's a black dude who had a gun and there was an active shooter going on they didn't shoot the shooter either whereas in Dayton okay Gal and I are having an off mic discussion about something we should probably talk about on mic which is Gal saying that this is not us and I'm saying that we grew up entirely differently I mean we were worried about vaguely worried about the Russians dropping a bomb. No, I wasn't vaguely worried. I was very, very worried about the Russians. Yeah, but we didn't have active shooter drills in classrooms. No, we didn't. Yeah. So it's a completely different world. It's a completely different world. people who are even, like, 15 years younger than us. Yeah. Yeah. And was Columbine. 
Columbine was in 99. Yeah. Because it was just tw- the 20th anniversary was in April. Yeah. So, yeah, we acknowledge, we're taking a minute to acknowledge that it's a different world now. <laughs> it is. And people have a right to be scared. And people, I mean, there there's scary stuff out there. There's always been scary there's, stuff out there. There always now. has been. There always will be. But now it's scary stuff with assault rifles. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so yes, we were we just finished touring with a show. And our mm-hmm. numbers were down quite a bit from the year before. And so I was actually vaguely wondering if part of it was America is just too tired to go out and doesn't know who's <laughs> who they can talk to or who they can trust. I mean, I wouldn't trust white people at this point. I've actually started mm-hmm. racially profiling things, and if you're a white dude in a fancy suit, I think either Republican or Nazi or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean it's just. So yeah, we our show. We had about I think about two thirds is the audience that we had last year. Yeah, and part of it was no the a third. A third less. No, a third of the audience we had last year. Was it? Yeah, part of it was the heat dome. I thought we had like 270 last year. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah. So it was Because there was like a quarter at Rudy of what we usually got there. But that might have been the tail end of the heat. But I think also it's just the fact that America is not a pleasant place to be living in at the moment. And we all need to acknowledge that because Donald Trump and the GOP have made... (laughs) <laughs> are making it miserable with just saying rude things, inciting violence, inciting racism, encouraging Nazis, in assuming that white supremacy is the law of the land, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And so it's really vitally important that we find ways to find bright spots, help each other, find ways to take action against this vile in Donald Trump is the head of the infection I mean this a lot of this this stuff has all been in American culture it is just now caught fire so there was a lot of tinder lying around there was but now but now the match is in the White House yeah yeah there's a there's a wonderful uh, well it's horrible editorial cartoon it's terrible that editorial cartoonists are losing their job and that, really because is. editorial cartoons are a very impactful and i actually use that word impacto mm. impactful way to reach people but it's like donald trump with his, his stupid um hair toupee do thing but he looks like a lit match and there's a whole bunch of matches listening to him speak at a podium mm. and it's really very true yeah <laughs> it is so for us, as non-Nazi, non-white supremacist voting Americans who want to get our fucking country back and acknowledge that um, it, there is systemic racism embedded in the culture, we need things to do. And protesting is one thing, and registering to vote is another thing. And then for gun violence, there's um, every town. And moms demand action. Action. Yeah, and there's also much for our lives. Yeah. But there's also just going out and being around people. Yeah. 
and not being afraid. Elizabeth Warren said, actually, in the last debate, apparently, that um, she was not afraid. And if the Democrats are going to win in 2020, they have to not be afraid. And we have to not be afraid. We have to not be afraid to go vote. We have to not be afraid to demand that our votes be counted. We have to not be afraid to insist that the GOP only has 20% of America's hearts and that we need a change of regime. Yes. Because that was very important. I think that's one of the things, because they, the, the artist from Warren Group, they were trying to find a word, you know, one word, like with Obama, it was hope. And mm-hmm. what when people are saying unity. But I think, honestly, fight is the word. Mm-hmm. Because we are in a fight. We are in a fight for America. We are literally in a fight for our lives. Yeah. We, call, you know, we have to call our legislatures and say, you know, pass universal background checks and ban AR-15s and things like that. Yeah, ban the cop color ammunition and ban the magazines that can push out more than, like, I think 15 rounds. Wow. Yeah. Those, Those guns have no place in normal civilian society. No, there's no reason. There's no, absolutely no reason why a civilian needs that kind of firepower. No. You can't hunt with those to guns. No. I mean, if you want to go hunting, learn to bow hunt, at least give yourself a decent challenge. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Well, actually, because then you don't get clean kills. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible, actually. But, well. Okay, let's not talk about Let's not talk about yeah. that. Um, but yeah but that's one of the things we have to do is take some form of action unlike Mitch McConnell Massacre Mitch is now the hashtag term it was Moscow Mitch for a while for a couple of days it was Moscow Mitch it was like Moscow Mitch for a week nearly quite a while he's been trending because he's fucking useless he really is he's just blocking democracy like a plug in the sink (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> he is. Mitch the Clog. Mitch the Clog, yeah. Mitch McCloggle. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Call a plumber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the gook. <sighs> Goop. Gook is one of those terms that people used to yeah. use as a... It's amazing how many things got used as racial slurs. It really is. <coughs> I mean, the history of America is a history of racial slurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet the first person to die in the American Revolution was a black man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Crispus Attucks. Crispus Attucks, yes. There's American a, hero. Yeah, there's a center named after him in York, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um... So another thing you can do is join the bowling. I don't know. Just get out there and just actually go to some event. There was a there was an equality fest in York today, where the organizer said there was two there were two thousand people there. I saw photos. It didn't look like two thousand people, but maybe over the course of six hours, two thousand people went through that park. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Go someplace with music and or trees and mm-hmm. hug people. I reached out via text message to people because 
we're getting locked down and not sharing the positive stuff. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> like, we actually went to a concert. We went to the Chameleon Club for the first time in Lancaster to see the Dolly Rots, who are our family band. Yes. And security was intense. It was. <laughs> Which was good, because there was a guy who should have been taken out by security. But he wasn't. He was just drunk and dancing. Yeah, he was <laughs> drunk and dancing. So... Well, he anyway. was eventually. They let him go for too long. I mean, he was just drunk they, and dancing. Yeah, true. So, we... Do you want to take a break? And then we will come, come. back and tell you about how we got fun time with the Dolly Hots. All right, we're back. And if you listen to our earliest podcast, you will remember that Gail does not like my taste in music at all. <laughs> well, not... <laughs> I wouldn't say at all, but yeah, there are are some areas where we very strongly diverge. Yeah, Gail thinks the 70s was not cool. It was horrible. (laughs) Disco. I like disco. So we diverge. We we, 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 we have a family split on disco. Gail thinks disco is evil, and I sing disco. I have 80s, or I have disco dance parties in my office at 2 in the morning. Which gal sleeps through unless I'm playing the music extra loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So we have very diverse taste in music. Yeah. But there is one band that we both love. Yeah. The only band that I ever liked that Gail really thought was cool, which yes. is the Dolly Rots. Because when I saw Kristen Stewart in a picture for the Runaways movie as Joan Jett, I suddenly became obsessed with Joan Jett, <laughs> as one does. And the Runaways movie was awesome, and Joan Jett is always awesome. Actually, Joan Jett did one of my favorite, as one of my favorite songs, Crimson and Clover, which is a cover, which a lot of people might not know, mm-hmm. but the best bands do the best covers. They do. Because, like, the Dolly Rots have awesome covers. Their brand new key mm-hmm. is a hoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a bunch of fun covers, they including do. Bad Reputation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and Hailstorm does and- really excellent covers. And what were you going to say? I was going to say the Dolly Watts, um, I Want to Be Sedated is great. Yeah, I actually like that version. And the Dolly Watts have a song called The Barbarian in the Back of My Car. Ah. It's actually a cover, I think, and I love that song. Uh-huh. It's just such a mood I get in mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm not sleeping and the moon is bright. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, there I was on a Joan Jett kick, so I was... Um, playing, paying attention, a lot of attention to Blackheart Records, and they were at the same time releasing mixtapes. The Girl in a Coma was there too, so we actually mm-hmm. got on a Girl in a Coma kick too. You like them too, yeah? Not as much as Dolly Ross, no. but we saw them in concert. Um, and Jeremy very coolly got me the their set, their not their their stage plot signed by all of them, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, and Blackheart Records was releasing these mixtapes. Uh, for like road trips and stuff digital mixtapes not cassette tapes which is sad because I love cassette tapes although that's another area where Gail and I diverge mm. Gail doesn't like mixtapes although I did make her one once upon no, a time I, cassettes anymore I, well cassettes are they don't sound very good okay but they're fun and you can carry them in your pocket and you can use them in boom boxes see we def- yeah I wrote a whole scene in a fan fiction about where the main characters had an argument about cassettes. Okay. I don't remember that. Oh, well. It's fine. It's when they were driving back from Werewolf Cabin. Okay. 
I gave Maki the cassettes don't sound good argument. Mm-hmm. But they're fine and they're portable. Anyway, so there was a mixtape. I think it was a road trip mixtape and the Dolly Rots. Um, I'm in love with a California Beach Boy. Uh, California Beach Boy. Yeah, was on. And that also, yeah, that's that was fun. And I, I loved the song. And, and I started following the Dolly Rots on Twitter at some point because I was searching out black art stuff and mm-hmm. I think Kelly was in a knitting phase then or something mm-hmm. and they were they were actually on Twitter a lot then than they are now because now, well, they, now they have two kids now they have two kids <laughs> and they do the Patreon stuff and so yeah. they do videos but um mm-hmm. back then they were touring and bored and on Twitter a lot and so mm-hmm. it was fun and so then I we just I got finally supported one of their albums as they were creating it and to see the whole behind the scenes process was really really cool to hear about every you know to hear about the songs as they were writing them and how things were going and then they started doing stage it's um which is a really cool platform where that you go and like have 45 minutes of busking whatever online busking yeah you play songs and they would play like theme songs and i made gail watch a couple and so suddenly she got interested in the dolly rocks yeah because they're really cool and they do they're great it's just the two of them it's lewis and kelly and they yeah they swap out they swap out drummers drummers and they're just really really fun people and very cool and lewis can really play guitar so well um and it's just fun yeah seeing them live is amazing and they like to play and they still play small clubs and it's affordable and Mm -hmm. it's really nice to just go to a i mean i've saw i saw joan we saw joan jett at the york fair Mm-hmm. And we were, Gail got like second row seats for my birthday. Because so I, I actually got up in the morning and went over to the ticket booth when they started selling the tickets. Yeah, yeah, which was impressive. So we were like second row and that was awesome. And I took these really cool photos because I, I gave myself a little bit of time to be a photographer and then I was just a fan. Um, and I've been to big concerts like Hailstorm was mm-hmm. huge. And mm-hmm. the concerts I went to when I was a kid with Joe, like The Cure and Philly and well, you went to Live Aid. That's, yeah. That was enormous. Yeah, but other concerts, too. Yeah. I mean, big concerts. Because I went to see, um, like, Robert Plant and mm-hmm. Jimmy Page when they were on tour together after Live Aid. And, you mm-hmm. know, it was at the Meadowlands, and it was huge. And it's so nice to see people in clubs. Yeah, it really is. You know, where, where you, you, you can stand practically next to the stage. We went to see them in Brooklyn on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Because actually, as much as Gail claims to be a Dolly Rots fan, she refused to take me to see. Okay, well that was <laughs> right when I when I barely knew who the Dolly Rots were. They were in Harrisburg. It was and like, I wanted to go. And it was like twenty twelve or yeah. so. And yeah, Michelle wanted to go, and and this actually it, actually really relates to what we were talking. It about. really does because the bar where they were playing, there somebody was. Dabbed, like a couple of weeks before they were supposed to be there and so I said no I don't want to go to a bar where somebody just got stabbed and our buddy Jeremy backed her <laughs> yeah uh, he's one of the people we've been to see in small clubs too because he's yeah, got a band yes. his current band is Red Sea Radio mm-hmm. but he used to have um he used to play in a band with his brother and some of his friends called No Love Lost which is uh-huh. the best name for a band it is um so yeah 
So we went to so Brooklyn was the first time we saw them, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, we saw them, we've seen them in Brooklyn and Baltimore and Philly yeah. and now Lancaster. Lancaster. Yeah, Brooklyn was that was pretty amazing. That was really it was really fun. Yeah. It was fun. We went to the Samanaguchi Museum for me. The Dolly Rots was the joint activity, mm-hmm. and then um, Gail wanted to go to Baked because we were yeah. watching. Um, we were watching the Food Channel. The lot, Food I Channel. Think. They were. They had a cool dessert show, mm. and the two guys from Baked were on it. A yeah, lot. yeah. Unique, unique sweets. Yeah, unique eats and unique sweets, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Travel is fun. We need to get to travel more. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So. Still, go out. Do things. If you have a local theater group that is doing outdoor shows, go see them. Support them. Because <laughs> they've put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. It'll probably be better than you would think. Yeah. And plus, it's nice to be outside in parks. We tour because the York County parks are beautiful. They are. It's gorgeous. It's nice to be outdoors. I mean, I know it's really hot this summer. <laughs> But you it's, still get some perfect nights. And you do. With the state of the climate, I don't know how many, how much longer we're going to get perfect how, summer nights. Yeah, how much longer we're going to be able to be outside at night in the yeah. summer. So enjoy yeah. it while you can. I mean, that's one of the lessons of this time is now matters. What yeah. you do right now matters. and People matter. Setting an example matters, and like I, I, I always get um, touched. Sounds so terrible, but it's true. It's always a little heartwarming, and makes me think I should go out and wear my uh, Rainbow Federation pin and stuff. When I read things on Tumblr about people go out and see like gay couples out there holding hands, and mm-hmm. you know, or wearing shirts, or kissing in public, or being romantical, and it. It it heartens the young gays. I sound yeah terribly terrible something, but yeah, you know when we first started dating, there wasn't anything like that. No, holding hands was political protest. Yeah, rude hand holding, is 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 it's a fun tag on Dynasty, <laughs> the manga translation site. Um, and now there's a lot more. You have a lot more of a chance to see people being openly affectionate in public not as a protest against AIDS or anything like that but just because casual affection in public it's nice I just mean, like there are still other couples yeah I mean it's still dangerous in some places yeah but I honestly think that if you behave like you're supposed to be doing it people assume that you are yeah. <laughs> and if you go out and behave like you're expecting somebody to kick you somebody might mm-hmm. so you know be proud of yourself be be worried but you know you belong where you are and you have a right to be out in public being affectionate or wanting to be affectionate or mm-hmm. <laughs> chatting up girls respectfully as long as they want to be chatted, chatted up yes no cat calling please and thank you no. although one of our cast members apparently enjoyed the cat calling that happened to our new york and i did not know how to process that mm. but it's a step yeah okay yeah yeah it depends on the individual but you yeah. as an individual if you want to chat up a girl do it respectfully yes
It's the only way. I was respectful even though I was drunk. Mm-hmm. Sometime we really have to tell the party story. We do. Maybe next time. All right. Well, next time we will maybe tell you the party story. And for now, stay safe. Hug a tree. Hug a person. Tell people you love them. Talk, get in touch with people. Go see a theater group. Go see your favorite band if they're yeah. coming anywhere near you. Yeah. Go see a new band. Yeah. Go to the movies. Go to the movies. Go to a restaurant. Live your lives. Live your lives, yes. <laughs> Do not live your lives in fear. <laughs> Strictly we... Ballroom. Yeah, watch Strictly Ballroom, um, which is a fun movie and we should really review. Yeah. Well, like Elizabeth Warren says, she's not afraid. I am not afraid. And if we want to win in 2020, we have to not be afraid. We have to register to vote. We have to get out to vote. We have to take care of each other. We have to be selfish and be by being selfish, protect mm-hmm. the people we love and the people who need protection. Mm-hmm. And that's a very important thing to do. And it's a huge motivation to get out there and to take care of people. And it's the best kind of motivation. And I'm not going to let people warp that into hate. So let's take care of each other. All right. And this and is On that note. Yeah, on that note, um, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Uh, we love you and take care. And we will talk to you next week briefly about climate stuff because the mini climate episodes are fun. And then we'll talk to you in two weeks. Drop us a line or drop us a voice message or something. Take care. Bye. Bye. And once again, Michelle, <laughs> not quite Not quite planned. <laughs> Alrighty. Talk to you later. I hear her face. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I see a voice. I see a voice. Now I will look and I can hear my Thisby's face. face. I hear your face is a really good band. Or hear her face. That's hear right. Her face. We were having fun with Midsummer to do a quick segue of thinking of band names that you could use from Shakespeare's lines. Mm-hmm. Like Gallant Chiding and hear her face <laughs> and uh contagious fogs and oh dainty duck mm. oh dear that's a bad name one more give me one more uh oh shoot um <laughs> love um, and idleness love and I- love and idleness that's a good one all right and so go find yourself some love and idleness we'll talk to you soon bye